Today in Security from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Today's edition is brought to you by TD Ameritrade, who's reinventing how you invest. Whether you want to place a trade on Facebook Messenger or get market news from your smart speaker. TD Ameritrade's technology is designed to bring the market to you. See what's new at tdameritrade.com/innovation. The mysterious return of years-old Chinese malware by Brian Barrett. In 2013, cybersecurity firm Mandiant published a blockbuster report on a state-sponsored hacking team known as APT1 or Comment Crew. The Chinese group achieved instant infamy. Tied to the successful hacks of more than 100 U.S. companies and the exfiltration of hundreds of terabytes of data, they also vanished in the wake of being exposed. Now, years later, researchers from security firm McAfee say they've found code based on APT1-associated malware cropping up in a new set of attacks. Specifically, McAfee has found malware that reuses a portion of the code found in an implant called CSALT, which APT1 introduced sometime around 2010. Lifting and repurposing pieces of malware is not an unusual practice, especially when those tools are widely available or open source. Look no further than the rash of attacks based on Eternal Blue, the leaked NSA tool. But source code used by APT1, McAfee says, never became public, nor did it wind up on the black market, which makes its reappearance something of a mystery. When we picked up the samples and we found code reuse for Comment Crew, says McAfee chief scientist Raj Samani, all of a sudden it was like an "oh shit" moment. Attack zones. McAfee says it has seen five waves of attacks using the remixed malware, which it calls Ocean Salt, dating back to May of this year. The attackers crafted spear phishing emails with infected Korean language Excel spreadsheet attachments and sent them to targets who were involved in South Korean public infrastructure projects and related financial fields. They knew the people to target, Samani says. They had identified the targets that they needed to manipulate into opening these malicious documents. Victims who opened those documents unwittingly installed Ocean Salt. McAfee believes the malware was used for initial reconnaissance, but had the ability to take control both of the system it infected and any network that device connected to. The access that they had was quite significant, says Samani. Everything from getting full insight into the title structure, being able to create files, delete files, being about to list processes, terminate processes. While the initial attacks focused on South Korea and appeared to have been instigated by people fluent in Korean, they at some point spread to targets in the United States and Canada, focusing especially on the financial, healthcare, and agricultural industries. 
McAfee says it's not aware of any obvious ties between the impacted companies and South Korea, and that the move west may have been a separate campaign. McAfee does note some differences between ocean salt and its precursor. Sea salt, for instance, had a persistence method that let it remain on an infected device even after a reboot. Ocean salt does not. And where sea salt sent data to the control server unencrypted, ocean salt employs an encoding and decoding process. Still, the two share enough code that McAfee is confident in the connection. It's far less certain, though, about who's behind it. Who done it? It's hard to overstate just how capable APT1 was and how unprecedented Mandiant's insights were at the time. APT1 were extraordinarily prolific, says Benjamin Reed, senior manager for cyber espionage analysis at FireEye, which acquired Mandiant in 2014. They were one of the highest in terms of volume, but volume can also allow you to build a pattern of life. When you're doing that much stuff, you're going to have slip-ups that expose some of the back end. It's probably not accurate to say that APT1 disappeared after the Mandiant report. It's just as likely that the unit's hackers continued to work for China under a different guise. But it is true, Reed says, that the tactics, the infrastructure, and specific malware associated with the group haven't seen the light of day in those five years. It's tempting to think, perhaps, that McAfee's find means that APT1 is back. But attribution is hard under any circumstances, and Ocean Salt is no smoking gun. In fact, McAfee sees a few distinct possibilities as to its provenance. Either it's the reemergence of this group, or potentially you're looking at state-to-state collaboration with regards to a major espionage campaign, or somebody's trying to point the finger at the Chinese, says Samani. Either one of those three scenarios is quite significant. Despite a mounting hacking threat from China, McAfee's own report considers it unlikely that Ocean Salt actually marks the return of APT-1. Even assuming those hackers are still active somewhere in the Chinese system, why return to tools that had previously been exposed? Then there's the possibility that an actor has somehow acquired the code, either directly from China or through other unknown means. It is possible, very possible, that this was potentially an intended collaboration. Or the source code has been stolen, or something along those lines as well. In some way, shape, or form, that code got into the hands of another threat actor group that is fluent in Korean, says Samani. An intriguing possibility, and also hard to pin down. Similarly, the false flag option that a hacking group wants to create cover by making it look like China is responsible isn't without precedent, but there are easier ways to mask your activities. The place we do see a lot of this, a lot of espionage groups use open source or publicly available tools, says FireEyes Reed. It means that you don't have to develop custom stuff, and it's harder to link things based on malware. It can obfuscate what's behind it without implying it's someone else specifically. That there are no good answers around ocean salt only adds to the intrigue. In the meantime, potential targets should be aware that a long-abandoned malware appears to have returned, creating brand new problems for its victims. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 